the Louisville Vintage Motorworks podcast, taped in front of no one, on location from somewhere. And now, here's Sugar Puss and people. Check, check, one, two, one, two, check, check, one, two, one, two. This is Peepaw and Sugar Puss. We are at, uh, where are we at? We're, <clears throat> we're hanging out at Bear Bar, a local Bear bar. Our watering hole slash the Louvin um, base way operations. Too, I've had way too many concussions. I can't remember shit anymore. Yeah, no, this is our, this is our operational, uh, our homestead, if you will. <laughs> the homestead. Uh, so we're, we've got we're recording live at a picnic table at a picnic table with a couple of beers. COVID safe. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about what's going on in the garage. We've got we've got a Bonnie situation at at. Uh, well, what's in your garage, Rob? What's, what's in my garage? What's in your garage? Oh, depending on there's twelve things in my garage, and they've all got two wheels. Well, what did you work on this week? That's what the, 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 this week in, um, in the garage. This week in the that's our new segment. This week see. in the garage. This week in the garage, we're going to talk about. Um, I have it. I have an empty stand in the basement, so I have my, oh. my space in the basement. But but I'm in. I'm in space, a re- space is at a premium always. Yes, but I'm at a reorganizational stage right now in my basement because yep. the KE250 project that's been on the stand for. Three years, two years. Yeah, yeah. The roller it finally it finally migrated to the garage, and it, it is almost nice. it's in the final stages of starting and, and moving and on its under its own power. But um, so right now I'm just debating. I've got I've got a KZ400 uh, that I can get on. You've had a bu- you've had a bunch of those KZs. We're outside, by the way, so yeah, you may hear a little bit of may hear some background noise, the occasional. Uh, uh, guy rolling through with his uh, music and then we got music in the background and we got cars spinning out and so it's just the neighborhood anyway yeah so the kz400 i have five because it turns out when you when you when you when you get a kz400 somebody finds out that you have a kz400 so then so then your good friend kurt shows up and says hey i've got a parts bike and he drops a parts bike off well that parts bike is mostly complete well then somebody else says hey i've got three more so you end up with five so i'm down to Four, I think. I actually got rid of a roller. I'm down. I'm down to four of the exact same bike. Four. Well, the funny thing is, here's the thing about four (laughs) hundreds. The KZ four hundred came. Here's the thing. I have the same series. I have like seventy seven and seventy eights. Right. But the funny thing is, they made an A, a B, a D, an S. They did that with some of the early GTs too. And they changed like little piddly shit like in between the models. So like you think it's gonna fit. Right. Some of the stuff interchanges, but a lot of it doesn't. And it looks like it's gonna be yeah. fit, but it, you know, you go at it and you're like you yeah. get real close with a side cover or you get uh, you know, you've got uh, engine cases or, or clutch covers or something and you're like, Oh wait, it's so close, but it's not. Sounds like a nineteen sixties triumph. Oh, it's a pain in the head. <laughs> So, and then, so my first, my first KZ400 that I inherited, it was this green one that a friend of mine gave me. It literally showed up in buckets. Yeah. With two different engines. Yeah. And a, and a roller. Right. Well, somebody took one engine completely apart and took half the other engine apart and then dumped it all in a bucket and shook it up and said, here you go. Here you go. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. So I spent like the last, you know, six years of my life trying to unsort or unfuck this (laughs) <laughs> this KZ400 situation. So I got how many of those have titles? One. One. <laughs> so we have a whole other situation with the titles. But we're not. <laughs> so yes. And in the state of Kentucky, there is there's a way to get a title. It's just 
there's an there's an eight year <laughs> an eight year plan. I think it no. There's a you have to have the bike for uh, it's like six or eight years, and then you can get an affidavit that says yes, I've had it for this long. Um, gotcha. And they go through the process, um, and you end up with uh, you end up with a title, but it's a it is a paperwork tra- it's a paper trail yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. paperwork process. Um, but you know, other than that, I'm I'm, I'm sorting um, KZ400s, reorganizing all my tools, my toolboxes, and my yeah. rollarounds and whatnot. Um, just trying to figure out um, what other tools that, that I need. Next step, kind of stuff. Right, right. We just I came understand. back from from Mid Ohio, so there's a lot of stuff that's just you know kind of scattered. I'm just trying to reorganize. But um, but I did actually find a possible replacement for the Thruxton. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, gonna gonna go up next weekend and look at a possible right replacement for my Rex Thruxton. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's gonna be a good trip. We'll, we'll probably do a, another little road uh, a road podcast uh, from yeah. that one for sure because there's a lot of exciting things going on on that trip. Uh, but tell them tell them what happened in your garage at the same time. We just oh got lucky. My, in my God, the 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 Thruxton is is in the ballpark mm. area of where this the elusive. Well, let me start. The elusive CT two hundred popped up out of nowhere. Right. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Don't, don't, don't give it away yet. Well, no. now tell them the backstory because we were right. chasing this this elusive right. unicorn so, around so Ohio at the swap as, meet. As people that know me know, I used to have this bike that we called the Flying Hawaiian. I think I've talked about it before in the podcast. So the Flying Hawaiian was a uh, early seventies. I forget the exact year. Purple Yamaha CS three two hundred electric. So it had an electric start. Uh, and it was purple, and it was, and it was purple. It was really purple. Pur- really purple. It was a lot of purple. And, and it, you know, if you know me, I love purple. I never wear it, but it's my it's my my color of sin. <laughs> you the color of sin. My color of sin. If sin had oh. a color, it was purple. Well, wait do you hear Dwight Yoakam's "Purple Rain"? Oh, oh Jesus God. Christ! It'll make you cry. So, so I'm I'm. Uh, I, I'm driving down the road one day and I see this bike on the side of the road and it has a for sale sign on it. I, I bust a U-turn and I, I head back to grab it and uh, I talked to the guy and and it was this bike, this CS3 200 and I just loved it. It was purple. <laughs> and so I said, you know, how much you want for it? And 500 bucks. 500 bucks? You got a title? Nope. No title. Uh-huh. I was back like, to our Damn. title problems. Back to title problems. I, I normally at this point in my moto career, I don't normally buy bikes without titles. At that point in my career, I would buy a bike without a title. So I bought it, it pulled the trigger on it because it was it was purple. It you know, and so I brought it home. I got it running. Uh, I threw the tags off my uh, GT two hundred and fifty onto it so that uh, it it was semi legal. Oh, it didn't have the Yamaha really? written anywhere on it, you know. I, I put a piece of tape over the side of the cover so nobody could tell that it was a, a Yamaha, not a Suzuki. So you know, but cops don't know. I mean, the well, cops going to pull me over a thirty-five-year-old? He's never even seen that bike before. He doesn't know what he's looking at. Anyway, that's a whole different story. Yeah, whole nother. So, so, uh, so I, I get this bike. I throw some Clubmans on it because I thought it was you know, got a cool little cafe racer. Uh, I put on some white grips and it had white pinstriping already so i bought some white hibiscus um stickers and stuck all over it and i called it the flying hawaiian i made I my own that. i made my own um i made my own emblems out of bamboo i mean it was it was straight up kahuna style 
So I rode this thing around for about a year, and I mean, talk about a great bike. It made it to Kickdown a couple years. Made it, made it to Kickdown. It made it to, uh, it made it to uh, what was the other show we used oh, to Garage do? Garage Brew. No, it never made it to Garage Brew. It made it to, um, oh, the the old Rat Rods. Which, oh, Beatersville. 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 Made it to yeah. Beatersville. Beatersville is always a good concussions. Time. So, um, oh, yeah, concussions. so I mean, we got pictures of people. It, it was such a, it was a magnet for everybody. Everybody wanted to get their picture taken on this bike. So. Um, you know, I take. It, I, said, I said I'm going to take it to Mid Ohio with me and use it as my pit bike, and I used it all weekend. I even did a burnout with it. Uh, we're trying to burn the tire off, and I, Scott Hobley did. In fact, Scott Hobley did a burnout with it. Is what it was. Right. See, remember? Well, did, did, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not supposed to use last names. I'm sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, he does a burnout on it, and I was like, man, this bike got ragged this weekend. So I'm going to try to unload it. So I throw a paper plate on it. Uh, the, I, the, 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 I had like fifteen hundred on or the something. Sign, the sign of sin is a paper plate. A paper Let me plate, tell you. you know, at Mid Ohio. So wow. So you know, I, I've got this bike there. You know, and the very last day as we're packing up, I threw some Mardi Gras beads on it and everything. Like it really partied. You know, I took some pictures of it, and those are the last pictures I had of that bike. And this kid comes up and he's like, "Hey man, uh, you want to trade me uh, bikes? I've been looking at that bike all weekend." I'm like, "Well, what do you got?" He comes up. I don't even remember what bikes they were. They were like way too big for no, me. No. What were they? They were Didn't big get, Hondas, big Honda race bikes. Did you get the Suzuki dirt bikes? Like you got like an R80 they or something? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah it like was. Yeah, it was an eighty. It was an RM eighty. See, this is crazy. You can't remember what bikes you trade. I got the RM eighty, and then was, I got another dirt bike. Right, but a Honda. Wasn't the RM eighty like punched out or something? It was to one ten. Yeah, it did that, that was that was a death trap. That was a death trap. Yeah, well, not for you because I think J Rod or somebody ended up with those or something. I don't know. I sold it to somebody. Anyway, that's a, that's another bike story. So, so we got time. Trust me. Yeah. Got, so I ended up trading this bike off. Oh, I didn't even tell the good part of the story about the bike about getting the title. Wait, you? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I got, got the title the for title it. For so, the so okay. So before right. I before I sell, let's tell how I got the title for it. So I'm redoing the floors at my house, and um, I've got all my bikes out there because I needed the garage space to, to do the floors. And so um, uh, I got the bike sitting out there. I didn't have a title for it, but I'd put you know, some Clubmans on it, and you know, been running around. And this guy walks up to my house and rings the doorbell out of nowhere. And uh, even me and my buddies are now opening it up. And he's like, hey, is that your bike out there? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got a bunch of bikes, like six or seven yeah, something. You there. have to be specific. Well, yeah. I have to, I have to you, color code right. my Right. Yeah, the little purple bike. Out. I'm like, yeah, sure it is. Uh, he goes, man, did you buy it at a yard sale? I'm like, no, I bought it from some dude. He goes, oh, man, I think that used to be my bike. And I said to him, are you serious? He goes, yeah, my cousin lives right up here, right up the street. And I'm living on a cul-de-sac out in the middle of BFE, Sellersburg, Indiana. Oh, God. Nobody's walking. It just happens to be walking up the street. And then the guy that has the title is going to – I asked the first guy, I says, you got the title? He goes, I think I do. Oh, my God. So, blindly, blindly walks up to your house because he sees the bike. Sees the bike. I mean, dude, I'm on a cul-de-sac you have to find, okay? How kind of – what kind of – I don't even – And then so, so this is a, some, couple, a couple days later, he brings me the title. Uh, Signs no, it over to me. I get the title. I, I hate you a little inside right now. So, this is – I mean, this is like the ultimate – this is, this was meant to be, this bike was. So – in, in a drunken stupor and not wanting to haul stuff home and thinking this bike was so ragged out that I could never do anything with it, I traded it for these other two bikes. And even did some more, more horse trading. I think I traded it. I think I, sold, I think I sold the dirt bike. And this is like the last day at AMA. Yeah. I sold the dirt bike and then turned around and gave it to somebody else like 100 bucks for a for XS1100 or something. You know, it was stupid. 
No, no, wait, wait. Was that the was that the year you got the the baloney bike? The no, Kimmy? no, no. Kimmy came from um, from uh, uh, Aaron. Okay, well, Mid Ohio is Bidwell. like a blur yeah. of trading and swapping and buying, and like next thing you know, you're you're going home with like four yeah. bikes and no titles and fr- you, right. you just got this trailer full of shit that you don't know how you got it. Right, right, right. So and you so can't remember I, what day it is. And back to me selling it. So I sell this thing. Okay, this bike that I never should have sold. It was meant yes. to be mine. I sell it off, and I regretted it ever since. Well, it popped up about six months later on Craigslist. And I didn't have the money. The guy wanted fifteen hundred for it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I got no money!" You know. Yeah. So I, I had to let it go. Well, I've been searching for that bike ever since. Fast forward to this week. Right. So that was eight years ago. AMA comes. Vintage Ace comes. We got our our jumbo Hawaiian hats from the from yep. the Hawaiian hut in Mid O. Yep. Got my own shade. I'm I'm gimping around because I've got like you know still got the the cast on the, the wrist. Rick. I got yep. a leg on. Yep. And we happened upon uh, there was a CS three two hundred. Right, there was somebody on one. Yeah, uh, as a pit bike, and she happened to say that there was another one. Yep, in the swap meet. Morgan was her name. Right. Okay. So she says, Morgan, if you're listening, that, yes, thank you. Uh, so she says there's one floating around the swap meet. Right. So what do we do? We're chasing the swap meet. So we're running up and down the aisles, going all these different, you know, but. Keep in mind, we, you got you got two guys that have like motorcycle ADD. So anything shiny or weird, squirrel, squirrel, we're, we're squirrel. you know, squirrel. There's nine million squirrels, and we're running all in the du- their direction. So we're running up and down through the swap meet, and the elusive purple Hawaiian bike is there it's somewhere. It shows it's up. out there yeah, somewhere. It, well, we find it. In a galaxy far, far away. We find it. We come around a corner. We find it on the end of one of the aisles, about halfway up the swap meet. And I walk over to the guy. I'm like, hey, um, I'm interested in that bike. Tell me about it. He tells me, you know, it's got a little bit of a charging issue. Probably needs a new stator and a battery. And well, no big we, deal. We went They're back typical. like three different times. Like we, we did. He kept not being there. We yeah, kept the guy wasn't back. there. It was his friend. And, 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 and finally, back. I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm done trying to chase this. I'll come back later in the week. Never came back. Now... What you have to understand, before I even got the original CS3200, Brad White. What? Brad White comes into the story. No. Okay? Are Brad you White comes me? into the story. Brad, Brad, White, Brad White is the craziest drummer I know, and he's my spirit animal. So, like, if you can imagine, like, so if you could imagine, like, Animal, the Muppet, yeah. doing Coke. Right. And then, like, mixing it with, like, the drums and motorcycles. Yeah. And being a fabrication genius all yeah, the same time. Yeah, being a fabrication genius and all of a sudden. He's a badass. All of a sudden, like, you know, that's Brad White. He's just like all energy. Rocker built. We'll give him a free he, plug. He doesn't have Rocker a low, spe- low speed. It's just no. like full tilt all the time. Right. Like, so, yeah. So when I built my very first motorcycle, he was riding with me, and I was trying to figure out my odometer. And he had this RD350. Do you remember that one? That copper, was it copper or yellow RD350? Mm, anyway, he had one two stroke. I mean, come on. This I mean, is it's it. already 350, so you yeah. had me. I was like, it, you know. Yeah, it was badass. I was getting all excited over here. I, you know. I think he still got it. I might have to get it from him. Anyway, go beyond. He does. So, so I um, I fell in love with this bike. And then I, and I love the color. What color I love? Purple. purple. Anything two stroke. And so I ended up finding out that they yeah. had this this one that was exactly the same. It was only a 200, but it was purple. And I was like, oh, dude, you know, the stripes almost look identical, blah, blah, blah. That's the one I really wanted. 
But then I found this. The reason I stopped and got the original purple one is because it was close enough to the one that I wanted. Right. That it was cool. Fast forward, Rob finds the one that I originally wanted, which is the CS5 200. Yeah. The model right after the CS3 200. And perfect patina. I, it just so happened I was on oh my God. Facebook that day and it got posted to the AMA page. Yes. So you have to start tagging people. You got to start calling people. You got to move on this stuff because they don't hang out long. No. And lo and behold, ta-da! We found this bike. Purple is back. Purple is back. The price is reasonable. It runs. It has a title. All the good things. Check, check, check. I pull the trigger instantly. I just you like have to. You I, have I, no I had to pull the trigger. I had to. I had to. This like was, a Bonnie, you had to pull the. You, you know, just, you I just, just got rid of two bikes. Yeah. To get don't. to bring in the one Bonnie, and and you know, uh, sweet mom is going to hate the fact that I'm going to have another motorcycle, but uh, I'll deal with that situation later. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, oh man, but you see her here. I'm just uh, spilling my guts. To everybody, she's going to hear this. But anyway, uh, well, you, that's okay. I mean, my garage is falling, so I'm trying to empty yeah, my garage. So, I have 12 motorcycles. So, this, this, so I had to, I yeah. had to pull the trigger on this bike, and and it's coming back. No regrets. No regrets. It's purple. No it's regrets. It's purple. It's purple. You're getting a unicorn I, helmet next year. Yes, I will have bike. a purple and white motorcycle at AMA next year. And you're so, super thrilled about it. I'm super thrilled about <laughs> you're it. You're tickled fucking purple. I am tickled and I will not sell it. It will not get a paper plate. <laughs> it will not get a plate. It will not get a paper plate. But no it will be plate. it will be at Moto Obscura. Oh. Our oh. upcoming event. Oh yeah the um automobile event. automobile obscura. Um you gotta find that page on Facebook. Uh <clears throat> Automobile Obscura it is uh, a friend of ours page. He's got an event coming up September 18th. Yes. Here um, at the Bear Bar. At the Bear Bar in Louisville. And uh, it is it is vehicles that were cool before we knew they were cool. Right. Um, there's let, there's this rumor of a deuce and a half coming, maybe. Oh, yes. Nice. There's, um, there's a, uh, hopefully, maybe some Gambler 500 vehicles going to show up. Those are always. Well, we know. Kinda... We know. J. Rod's bringing out of uh, his Fox, his Volkswagen Fox. It's a Fox. Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus! Not the not not the Audi. No, it's this the, Fox. Is the Volkswagen Fox. Yes, that, it's the yes. It's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. The the originator yeah. of Automobilia Obscura actually drives a hearse. Yeah. Um, he's he's and he's a big fan of hearses, so we've been doing the history of hearses a little bit. Well, you'll hear from him uh, on a, on a future podcast here shortly. We're gonna we're gonna bring in uh, Chuck from from Barrett Bar. Oh, that's not good. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, Louisville Vintage is sort of co-sponsoring the Automobile Obscura meet um, September 18th. Um, check it out on Facebook. It's a super cool page. Uh, what's that one that Grant's got? The XR4 Ti. The um, oh, was he bringing that? Yeah, that's it. That. He's yeah. got he's got that. And he's got the yeah. the Cardinal Cab. Super weird. Oh, the, Dub. the 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 LTD, the uh, Crown Vic the or whatever, crown, the, big the crown, crown Vic. Vic. Oh my God! Um, yes, I love that I car. Want, there better be uh, a deuce and a half. I want to see this. Uh, deuce I do and too. A half. I do too. So there's no telling what's going to show up at this. Um, um, the I, I'm bringing my. Is, I'll be bringing the CS5. Yeah, for sure. You gotta. Have, I'm going to bring out the KE250. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got to get the car to be a good on the KE250. Uh, right. Oh, and um, yeah, the the 250 is going to come. If I can get the CT70 to stop overloading itself, which I think I figured yeah. that out. I mean, you can just throw that in the back of your car. Oh, yeah. Bring it's, that it's down. A yeah. Yeah. it's a trunk bike. It's a trunk bike. It's a trunk bike. Yeah. Um, 
Speaking of CT70, uh, I just talked to uh, our friend Crash, and oh. it looks like there's a possibility that I can I could obtain the um, I have the I have the CT70. It's kind of a hodgepodge, and I got it from a friend. Um, it's an 80 frame, but it's got the four-speed H model in it. Okay. And Liza tried to buy it off me at Mid Ohio this year from Motorcycles and Misfits. Yeah, sorry, Liza. Um, but anyway, I have. A, it looks like I have a frame, a period correct frame coming. That's the metallic blue. Oh, uh, for the H frame. Nice. So then I'm going to take my eighty, my eighty frame, and and like shove. What is it? Trail Buddy's got that one forty cc swap. Oh yeah. It's going to yeah. go in there. Yeah. So yeah. So the hodgepodge. It's got like old fly BMX bars on it. Right. Uh, looked like ape hangers on a CT70. Yeah, it it's not does. a. It's not a fully even even anything correct CT70. It runs on a spree coil. It, restro it is, mod. It is a. We'll call sketchy, it a restro mod. No, it's a sketchy. <laughs> the whole front end's like twisted. It's it's been a pit bike for AMA for years, but but it's the only pit bike that I've had at AMA because there's two things that happen at AMA when you when you bring a bike to AMA. There's two things that can happen. You're going to foul plug. Yeah. Or you're going to yeah. suck dirt into your carburetor. Very you're true. You're going to battle one of those two things. Yes. That CT70 has been the only bike that I have owned that has ran the entire existence of AMA. That's impressive. Of vintage. That's days. impressive. So that is that is my garage, sort of in a nutshell. I have yep. a relay that I have to replace on my my 600 Ninja. My, okay. My ZX6R okay. yeah. model. Yeah, yeah. Um, the weird, like rare purple, red and purple. Uh huh. So uh-huh. I, the purple thing, it's kind of sticking around. Yeah, purple so, sticking around. It's a great color. Yeah. No. Well, it's it's. I mean, it's a color. It's it's, it's, it's cool. Not it's it's not cool. Bad. Man, the bike's cool. It's um. So I'll hopefully have it. It's like it, soon. it's like it's like uh it's like Euro trash cool. Yeah, no, it is it's cool. It's, it's it's cool, man. But it's it's the red and purple. It's the ultra rare model. They yeah. always made they always made the Kawasaki green model, and right. there was like a, another color. Right. So right. I have this '95. That's a a rare ZX6R. Gotcha. Like specific F model, like and and yeah. not all the parts interchange to the next model. It's it's another one of those very specific bikes. Now, for some reason, I have these bikes that they only made obscure years. And yeah. You know, yeah. That's so. like a, that's like a yeah. Like I said, Euro trash. Even though it's Japanese, it's Euro trash. It's whatever. You track them down. They're like, oh yeah, they made that one year. I'm like, oh well, thanks. Cool. Now I gotta, you know. It looks like a bike Devo would ride. Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Bring them back the '80s. So my garage. Let me uh, tell you what I got going in my garage. Uh, Got a lot going on. Uh, Three different projects right now. Um, I'm in the middle of uh, polishing the hub on a front wheel that I'm building uh, for a GR650. Now, it's, those is are that pr- the one that I found you the wheel for? Yes. By happenstance? I yes. took over it and fell. No, no, no. This is this is the one. I got this wheel from Hobbleeb. This is the second time we've mentioned him. Thank you for that wheel. It's Hobbleeb. It's Hobbleeb. It's hob- it's hob- no, it's Hobbleeb. It's Hobbleeb. Yes, it's Hobbleeb. No, it's Hobbleeb. It's Scott, you. you need to clear this up. Straight, yeah, we're going to straighten it up. I'll bet you a beer it's Hobbleeb. Okay, I'll bet you a beer it's Hoblob. Because he said, he's told, me, he's told me before, it's Hoblob. I'm like, so, I mean, for like 10 years, I've been calling you Hoblob, and it's Hoblob? Yeah, it is. I mean, anyway. Whatever. Okay. Moving on. That's Joel. On to the buffet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where was that? Uh, so, I got this front wheel. It's it, the, the wheel's off of uh, a 72 uh, GT um, 750 Water Buffalo. So, it's a uh, four-leading shoe. Dual drum brake uh, wheel, which is attached to uh, an inverted fork, which I've 
been working on. So it's it's a pretty oddball kind of setup. Uh, so I'm polishing that. Uh, building the, was looking for spokes. That was one of the things we uh, came away with. Oh at, my uh, god, the magical AMA. bucket of spokes! Magic bucket of spokes. I bought uh, like fifteen pounds of spokes at AMA Vintage Days because I'm for weirdo. five dollars. For five dollars. This is a, this is Vintage Days rules. Yeah, there are no rules. You five five dollars spoke box. The whole box. <laughs> so uh, I need to finish going through those and picking those spokes out. <laughs> and then I am also building another wheel for um, uh, for Joe Adams. And uh, Joe Adams uh, is riding a bike. Uh, we'll talk more about Norman later, the spirit of Norman. And then the, the, and and then no, the Bonnie. The yeah. yeah, we we're got Chuck Bonnie. We got Chuck walking up right now. Chuck's sneaking up on us. Yeah, on, we're going to talk there to him real quick. While Chuck's the guy putting together the uh, Moto Obscura. So we uh, he's popping in. He works here at the, the Barrett Bar. The he's Barrett popping Bar, yep. in on us. Come in and hang out. They've got yeah. the best brisket grilled cheese on the planet. Brisket grilled cheese is an absolute banger of a sandwich. Yes. So yes, Chuck, tell us tell us about let's talk about the auto uh, the automobile obscura show. I don't even know that I say it right. Is that you right? got it? You oh, got, got it. it? That's okay. Yeah. I've, we've had a couple of beers, so who knows what the hell I'm slurring. Well, and honestly, I knew it was kind of a mouthful coming up with the name, but I, I needed something that had a unique edge. But I mean, you've had a meet. You had a, you had one meetup before. I've had two. You've had two. Yeah, I've had two. Oh, I that's think right. You, you were two. still in recovery. Pro- probably, maybe. I brought I the FG up here for one of them. <clears throat> Maybe I've been here for two. I don't know. Talk, let's talk. Let's talk. How does it? How did this come about? Like, let's talk. You know, you drive the hearse. You got the. You got the hearse <coughs> thing going on, yeah, which yeah. is totally awesome. But just run us through like the early stages of and how did this? How did this come about? And what are the roots to it? And and so this whole thing came about. Um, I've always been a car nerd and always had questions for older folks around me and what they drove growing up and all that and car uh, nerds are different than car guys yeah yeah, yeah definitely car, car guys drive ss camaros car mm-hmm. nerds don't <laughs> right that, well and, they drive, exactly they hearse. drive 83 gti's with the floor pans rusted out right. and then you're like you they drive a hearse they drive yeah, a hearse, they drive exactly. a hearse. <laughs> so I, uh, they were they were cool before everybody knew they were cool yeah, yeah. I, I think i saw something that may have uh alluded to the uh the the rootstock of my uh philosophy going into this so i saw a picture the other day of me from first grade so we're talking like 90 91 so you were smaller at some point it was very small because i don't no way i believe that you were smaller yeah like i could Mm. use this body now as like some kind of organic mech suit or something (laughs) it's that small Um, (laughs) but uh in the picture i i noticed now i knew that my next door neighbors had like this old beat up galaxy wagon and the wagon. Uh, yeah. they had a granada too but in this picture a, i saw oh, another God. granada just like it across the a street a granada wagon yeah. no they were oh, both like granada <laughs> gotcha. yeah like you know just 200 something inline sixes right. in them i'm pretty sure if you could take a wagon and paint it purple jason would have all I, of dude them. i'm a wagon guy i you know me- dude, you remember my wagon you have to get in a wagon like once you become a wagon guy like my grandparents had wagons long roofs for life man Oh, dude like i mean they these things were like yeah. wagons are cool just uh, that's like one of the different levels i had a 91 accord wagon five speed I, i'm a van guy but i have vans too 1980 chevy yeah. beauville long wheelbase forever in my heart man i'm looking for that van like my dad gave it to me i drove it i, I blew the motor yeah. up in it in high school <laughs> beautiful machine I, I, i've learned my lesson Go never, ahead. never got, sell anything your wagons never sell or granadas like just yeah. i mean well I, I grew up in a super super like more of like a boomer environment as far as like work ethic and all that goes mm-hmm. um 
dad was a maintenance man, mom was very stay at home. So, you know, there, there wasn't a whole lot of expendable income. There's a whole bunch of mouths to feed. There were at least three kids of us at home at any point in time. <laughs> So, you know, my parents weren't going out and buying any point cars. In time. Are you're, you from the South in Louisville? Yeah, you, I am you're from fighting the South over Are you all Catholic? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we're going to decline to comment on the, yeah. the religious part. but we're, we're fighting over peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, we were always fed, but, like, my parents were hey, very... Man, I'm, I'm South like, for life. life. I conservative of how they spent their money yeah, and all that. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, kids destroy things. You can't have oh, yeah. nice things when you have kids. So, you know, grew up, like, my dad had a couple of Pinto wagons. My mom yes. told me about like my mom had a the Pinto. Vega that she yeah. had. Oh, come on now. We now had it. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. dad had a 73. It was like that shit, a baby shit green we used to call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this day, every time I see one, I just I want to walk up and hug it. He would let me stand <laughs> in the front seat and we would go to the church parking lot. We would do donuts in the snow. Like literally, I could wedge myself between the seat and the ceiling. And I you can do just... a donut with a 2.3? Well, I guess if you have snow, there's no traction <laughs> yeah. at all. Hey, so. look. When you're broke and you're crafty, you do donut whatever the hell you do donut in. I right, mean, you right. can make it. But my, my dad had one, dude. Oh, my God. To this day, like, well, I can I can point them out and I'm a model away. I'm like, that's a yeah. like, I mean, it's a very specific car. It was a, it was cool before it was cool. I've said it like three yeah. times. One, one that I, I often think about a lot because it was just, it fell apart so gracefully. <laughs> over the, gracefully? Yeah, <laughs> over the years. It was like 92. My, bar- my parents bought a first-year Taurus GL wagon. Oh, God. Yeah. Like every seal went yeah, out in it. Like, all this the windows, off transmission, mildew uh-huh. all over the carpet. Like, oh you God. name it. It went through. Like my mom had it, then so, my dad had it, then my brother had it. Like it went through all the hands. So, yeah. like, this is all vintage, right? So, my mom, from stories between my dad, my mom, like, you know, so my mom had a, uh, had a, had a Pinto. You couldn't back up a nose because they would explode. You hit anything from the rear, you yeah, yeah. think it's fucking Yeah, it's very true. And then she had a, my mom growing up, she had a Corvair. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. I am, oh, we dude, got Corvair I mean, stories. I got Corvair I, Every time stories. I see a Corvair, I tell you, I'm like, I got to send it. You know, you got to yeah. do that, the, the obligatory, like, I got to take a shot of it. Right. And there was a Corvair convention um, when we went to, I was in, um, I was in Austin for the Hamlet show with, really? with Logan. Oh. There was a Corvair convention at this barbecue yeah. joint, and they had... They had all the Corvairs, the convertible. At the end of the row, like the Corvair slash Falcon. Did anyone have one of the Corvair vans up there? Pickup truck. Oh, uh, sweet. The van yeah. with the flat. Yeah, and I was like, combi kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mom, so, but there's stories dating back. Everybody had, that's the thing with cars. Like, yeah. people don't understand, like, my, my dad and I go to the street ride national every year, and we talk about cars, and we talk motorcycles. Because every, like, everybody has their, like, motorcycles, car, Mm-hmm. Stories that it defines a moment in your life. It defines oh, a certain time yes. in your life. I grew up. My mother had a white <laughs> Citation Two four door hatchback. <laughs> that thing wouldn't Whoa, get out of its own oh, way. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! Well, kind of, kind of oh. what happened with me uh, being in the neighborhood that I was, and you know, financial demographics were about the same across the grid, and. There were some older folks living there, and some of these guys took very good care of their cars. Like, I, I, I spent my youth growing up just completely drenched in malaise era. Like, this old lady at church had this 70s Newport. Every panel on the car was dented. You know, just gutless detuned 440 in it, and the thing still went. Like, she drove it till she couldn't drive anymore. Oh, my God. And, 
you know, my dad had two Pintos. He had two Suburbans. We had the Taurus. We had the Vega. We had the Monza. Um, Wait, you had the Monza? My mom had a Monza. Like a round hatchback Monza? Yeah, and it was one of those two. She tried to get out from between two, uh, two tractor trailers on the highway. She always had a phobia of being, like, smashed in between two. So she just gives it the beans and tries to get out of there and mangled the heads because they built an all-aluminum engine. Right, because all the beans yeah. fell out. Yeah. yeah, all the beans fell out. So it, he ate popcorn. We, yeah. we, 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 had, like, we had a red Slant 6 Valari wagon uh, with the vinyl seats. Oh, yeah. My dad had some old <laughs> Stick beater Stick to that summer town. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, like, it, you can't clean them. Because no. as soon as the second you armor on them, like eight kids are sliding across the bench seat and <laughs> running out it's the like, damn door. It's like you know? everything is Teflon coated. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. You tap the brakes, your brother's smacking into the bench seat in the back, and you're like, get off the, the floor. The, you be, know, the like, best part of old wagons was always the rumble seat in the back, that, that seat that yes, faced backwards. Yes, because you could see death coming at you. Right. Because you were facing that was the, the best wrong part way. Of like, like, you had to fight over who got to sit in the back. And I can't tell you how many trips to Florida I went on in wagons, and you just roll around the back. You never, Dude, you, you didn't country buckle up. Squire, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Country Squire. All yes, right? yes. Yes. My, so, my so, buddy what I, had one. so, what I end up with is like, I have, you know, you, you have two different kinds of nostalgia. You right. have like real nostalgia, and then you have like this simulacra nostalgia. Like, you yearn for a time in which you never even lived. You try to. <laughs> Encapsulated uh, a day and age you never yes, lived. So yes. you know, I, I would always go to uh, the the one of the car shows here. Uh, Iroquois Park is known for doing a car show. I think it's like the end of September, beginning yeah. of October. They've been doing that for a hundred yeah, years, and, and it's a great show. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's a lot of wonderful stuff there. Fully restored, some nice restaurants, local rides, guys, rides, gassers, yeah. all the oh, local yeah. guys. But I'm so sick and tired of seeing red and blue clone. SS Chevelles. I'm tired of seeing 57 Bel Airs that are black, white, red, and blue. Like, it just seems so... Don't forget old lady metallic green. Yeah, it just mm. seems like so generic eight Crayola crayon pack. Like, this <laughs> right. is what you get every year. Right. So, getting back to that whole sense of, like, nostalgia versus, like, false nostalgia. Like, I want to see cars in the era that I grew up in. I want right. to see stuff that's been taken care of, or maybe not so much, <laughs> in the time period that I grew up. Yeah. And it's like, you know, box Volvos, or I look at like Louisville's Highlands neighborhood in the early 90s, and it's like all this Swedish and German import stuff, and it's all mustard yeah. and baby shit green, and yeah. 10 yeah. kinds of brown, and like, I look fondly <laughs> back on that stuff, yes. because those are the cars that made up like my social makeup of, of the stuff that I love. Right, so right, that right. malaise era, you know, now with, uh, thanks to video games like Gran Turismo that opened up my eyes as a child to JDM and just the uh, absolute yeah. wonderment of like, what's a Nissan Skyline, right, you know, right, when right, I was right. 12 years old. Right. So seeing that kind of stuff, uh, I collectively put the idea together and, uh, per the, uh, restrictions that were going on with COVID, uh, there was only so much seating we could have in the bar, which right, kind of right. limited our crowd. But we always right. had the right people. Right, right. And I got to talking to a lot of the Louvin guys and some other outliers, just opening up conversations about cars and cutting yep. up and laughing. And me and another guy talked one night and he's like, you know what, dude, you really ought to, you really ought to try to do something with that. So mm -hmm. I, I thought on it for a while, waited a few months for things to ease up and talk to the owner of the establishment. Uh, shout out to Rick Wessling, great yes, businessman. Sure. Uh, he uh, 
He's put so, up a flu vent a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's he's put he put out the red carpet for us, yeah, and, for and, sure. and has, has been very generous and very awesome. Mm-hmm. Matter uh, of fact, I, we give him a shout out. He also has there's this legendary. There, he's got some history with a widowmaker that we'll, we'll maybe get oh, into later. We'll get oh, that story. Okay, we'll, we'll get that story. We'll, we'll sit down with that one. Get that story. I know Rick. It's got a, it's it's a special place in his heart. Yeah. His widowmaker keeps it. Uh, he allowed me the opportunity. Uh, he said, "You, I don't care if you have a car meet. You can pretty much do what you want up here, but yeah. start small. Let things happen organically. Don't, you know, make it don't, some big blowout in the beginning. Yeah. Don't push it. Just let it grow on its own. So yeah. I started those seeds with the conversations. I started the group. A friend of mine graciously made me some stickers for it. Um, we've had two meets up here, and they've not been huge, but it's always been the right people to show. Yeah, yeah, it's I mean, kind of like a, it's kinda like a car, cars and coffee for obscure vehicles. It is. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just like weird, out-of-the-way stuff. There's the, there's the who's the guy with the, the Mercedes that has all the stuff attached oh, to it? Oh, uh, I think his name is Chris. Yeah, right, he's, he's got, got like that. this Mad Max diesel Mercedes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, it's you've got, got like... You've got the XR40i. Grant brings up his XR40i. Yeah, yeah we had John that brought up the Peugeot wagon, which right. I was just oh, absolutely yeah. blown away with that. Yeah. That was so yeah, cool yeah, to yeah, see up here. Um, so, you know, what kind of stuff is listed actually on the uh, Automobile Obscura page? It's like, it's just historical stuff that, it's stuff that you talk about and it's yeah. stuff that we talk about now, but it's stuff that, you know, it's not a 68 Camaro. It's not a, right. you know, 67 yeah, we're, we're Fast. We're going more for it's, like old Imperial, a, Dodge LaFemme, International like Harvester. Dodge Daytona. Right. Dodge before, Daytona. You know, um, um, what was that one that I posted a while? It was like a 80, it was like a first Civic they ever made. It was like that little egg-shaped... Oh, the Honda 600? Yeah, it was like the... T- it was like before the Civic was a Civic kind oh, of car. Oh, the, C, right? uh, the that CVC. CVCC, yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. you know... But it's that kind of stuff. It's yeah. that weird stuff that you don't ever see anymore, and somebody's got it tucked away in their garage, and it runs, and they're yeah. afraid to bring it out because... That Accord with the pop-up headlights? Oh, I had one of those. Five-speed. Yeah, I, I know. They're bad. You're either just like raw-dogging it with a liability policy, or you have like a separate policy. You're like through Hagerty or something. Right, you right, know. right. But at the same time, it's not something Hagerty would even expect to have on their roster of right. vehicles that they're in. Uh, I wish I still had my Accord wagon. That would be perfect for this. I know, yeah. You're, uh, you're like the people in the Accord wagon oh driving my God, 20 never, miles an hour, and everybody's honking oh at you and trying God. to get by. It's so great with a car. Mm. And those are those are what I call wide bottom girls. Yeah, you know, it's a wagon. It's a wide bottom girl. It was awesome. My my grandparents had a maroon. I think it was the was it the Oldsmobile Caprice Classic, the big long. Yeah, yeah, the big they, long oh, wagon. Yeah. They yeah. And it had the, like a, it was like the LS one or something. It had yeah, a it had Corvette model, motors in them. Stupid. Yeah, motor in it. they did the Buick Roadmaster too. Yeah, yeah. In fact, Bobby's got one of those. Mm-hmm. Well, the great thing is like with as far as the reach of vehicles. I kind of put 50s as like a soft decade. It could technically be before that, but yeah. I'm not trying to do like an offshoot or like side quest for Street Rod Nationals. No, um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, you Jody the, has his the... bruised and battered 56 Apache that he brings up here. I right. think it's an Apache. And uh, I love that truck, but it yeah. fits the bill. It's got the right kind of charm and just yeah you want to see that character you want right. to see that like the car just screams character but yes but under the right with the right people we're right we're we're drooling over it and, yeah. and, and the and the people that are characters that drive these characters right exactly <laughs> there's characters you know? that drive the characters right, right. yeah 
Hey, yeah. I, I went ahead and threw '90s in there because, well, my hearse fits there's, into that category. Yeah, there's it's some a weird '90s stuff. There's some weird, weird '90s stuff. Car. And uh, the uh, the law on importing uh, here in the U.S., which a lot of folks know, is if it's 25 years old, um, you can bring it in. Yeah. Bring, bring it in, in. unless yeah. it's what like the Honda Acty or something like you can't actually get it uh, titled for the state of uh, Kentucky. There's some states you can, some you can't. I don't know if it's like a chicken tax thing. or Yeah, some, some shit. So let's do a little precursor. How many hearses have you owned over the years? So the I, have owned, years? I have owned three. Three? Uh, I, yeah. I'm, okay. Uh, the first one, and they've all been uh, mid-90s Cadillac base. Give a little bit of primer for hearses because most people do not know this at all. Like, I constantly see online postings for uh, 1992 Cadillac hearse and it's some abysmal spelling and you know it's all right. wrong it's hearse or yeah, yeah. something like that there's no, no t like there's hearse no, is a shift yeah, yeah, from so, yes. yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so if your hearse has a hearse like that definitely be cool in the aftermarket cool. <laughs> but uh so the three I'd love to see one tubbed out Oh yeah, there's a couple pro, out there. Pro Street. There's a couple out. There. Oh no, we're we're working on that. We're, oh okay. We're, there's some other. Uh, that, that's coming. That would be cool. The, that'd be the, the that'd history. be pretty damn cool. We're trying to get a, the the coffin bar going in the back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. We need to, we need building some sliders. It still has the rollers and the lockers in it for the legit yep. like. Oh man, we got a trade ready so, to happen. But go ahead. You you got you got three. I, I've had three different ones. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one. So the the way a hearse is named is it's Coach Builder. The model from the coach builder, so the make, model, and then buy whatever it is. So my first one was a Federal Renaissance by Cadillac. The second one was a Superior Statesman by Cadillac. And the third, which I own now, is a Superior Sovereign by Cadillac. Once it is taken from GM and it's sent to the coach builder, uh, if it's it's a frame swap like mine are, uh, frame on body then it's uh it's extended it's a different frame put underneath it it is a commercial chassis it is only a cadillac per auto zone and parts bin otherwise gotcha. it's a technical name like it's got a different vin number it's a commercial vin that it falls underneath uh for huh. these particular years 93 to 96 there's a lot of weird loopholes with it right so, so it's got the it's got the cadillac motor and the cadillac front exactly. clip and the, yeah. you know you know the, the basic kind of shape of mm-hmm. it but then all underneath the rest of it's all everything from the driver's seat back is in-house custom made the doors are cast uh the shell is cast sometimes they're steel sometimes they're fiberglass Mm -hmm. surprisingly my car gets 14 to 20 miles a gallon when it's running prime and it is a curb weight of 7200 pounds lord Good lord! Wow, it's a beefy boy. Yeah, oh, my good my, my FJ gets about ten miles a gallon. You're doing good. Yeah, Shit. no, the, yeah, no. It's I've got there's an wow. F-150 that I drive. That's that's 10, pretty 10, cool. 8, I think LT one is a fantastic engine. All right, oh. here's the one question everybody asks. Yes. is got to know about a Hearst. Yeah. Have you ever had sex in the back of it? I have not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, come I, on I, with that. I, That's the question everybody's asking. So I no, have, I, Okay, all right. I'll give you, you that. You know I'll you thought that. about that. Don't lie. I'll give you that. All right. Uh, so, yes, there you go. Uh, I've used it as a uh, 
hayride, uh, shall we say, to uh, bars. He's gotten an Uber request. Like, he's gotten, literally, people just want to drive around with him. I've had people, like, flag me down and pay me 20 bucks to take them to their destination. (laughs) Uh, People want pictures with it all the time. I'm always asked if anyone famous was in it. Um... Do you know where it's from? Do you know what funeral home it's from? I, yeah. I got the absolute Karen treatment the other day. This lady came up to me in traffic because I, I have a uh, sticker on the back that says, Drive carefully, there is no heaven. Uh, <laughs> oh, which I, wow. I, I, is some you, you got Karen? Scathing sarcasm, which is in my wheelhouse. <laughs> and, uh, oh, this, my God. This, uh, <clears throat> but, uh, no, the, this lady follows me for like three blocks and walks up to my window and she goes, you think that's kind of messed up? Well, she asked me first if I worked for a funeral home. I said no. She goes, you think that's kind of messed up having that sticker on your car? I said, um, no. You have to be specific. Which one? She just gives me this like, Karen look? it just zeroes in with the laser eyes. I was like, my sense of humor is not the same as yours. And she got back into her car. You know, I, I could have gone further. I could have gotten like really angry and intellectual with her, but it, it wasn't that kind of moment. And I had a bowling. I had bowling to get to. So you're like, I'm more, bowling, Much more on. important things. I had a fish sandwich with my name on it, and I bought a new ball that night. So, never mess the man. Fresh balls. Never it's got mess, fresh balls. Yeah, yeah. Never mess with the man. It's got a bowling ball in a hearse. Yeah, exactly. So all right. So let's talk about. <laughs> What I mean, like it, 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 it's not just the automobile obscura and the and the vintage stuff. Um, I, we've been trying to get you a, a, a Goldwing, so you're you know you're you're Louvent family, you're, yeah. you're Barrett Bar, but there's also some precursor, like sort of prehistory with the with the with the her stuff. You actually go to um, different historical meetups. There's what is it, Hearst Hearst Mania, so the, and different yeah, things. The, and like, the so one I'm going to uh, this year is Hearst Mania. Uh, it's September twenty or yeah, September twenty fifth. Uh, it is hosted outside of the old West Virginia State Penitentiary. Uh, it's a kickoff for their haunted house season, and I got to go in twenty nineteen. There was a little bit of online publicity about it, and I was just looking up uh, the old prison to take a tour of it. Right, right. And uh, found out they were doing a hearse meet there too, and it was the inaugural year for it. Uh, guy named John Emer from uh, Pennsylvania runs it. Great dude. Super knowledgeable. He's got a sweet early 60s Buick flexible ambulance. Uh, Gorgeous, gorgeous car. But uh, obviously with what was going on last year, I didn't get the opportunity to go. So this would be the third one that I'm going to. But you've been to other ones. Second one that I'm going to. You're also a collector of very obscure antiquities. Yeah, I collect uh, funeral ephemera, uh, so <laughs> I have some old funeral home calendars. I have a 1930s embalming machine that I looked up through the Library of Congress, and I couldn't find information on. Wow. Uh, I wow. have some embalming fluid bottles from a company that went out of business during the Depression from Elmira, New York. I've got some nice. of their paperwork And now well. you have the, you have the, what do they call it, the, 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 the big um, roller... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, ca- the caddy for the for I've the got casket, the uh, the like church the... truck and a casket. So when people talk about tricking out their cars, like I'm going to get wheels, I'm going to do engine mods, I'm going to do this other stuff. Like 
I tricked out my hearse by buying the funeral flags, the casket, <laughs> the church truck, yes. and the little yes. pop-up placard for funeral parking. So, yes. like, I, I bought. Well, that's all the cool. I mean, that's for, such a that's such a unique part of of American pop culture that nobody even thinks about mm-hmm. trying to collect. Right. I mean, right. really, if you think about that in the long term, you know, you, the museums eventually will look for that kind of stuff. They yeah. do. It's uh, it's an interesting. Oh, yes. You know, it, it seems kind of weird, but really, that's the kind of stuff that that is forgotten about in history, and really needs people like you collecting it to pass it on to the next right, generation, right. so that so that you can, you know, the next generation can see it. It's 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 pretty cool. I love it. I'm kind of it's hoping awesome. uh, in the next year or two, uh, I'm hoping to make a pilgrimage to this small town in Iowa called Marshalltown. There's a uh, funeral director up there who started collecting funeral ephemera when he was a child. He went to a yard sale and found a Victorian era uh, mourning card. And oh, cool. his collection started with that. And over the years, he's amassed enough with being a director. Uh, he has a museum in Marshalltown where he has fragments of both George Washington's and Abraham Lincoln's original caskets. Wow. Nice. Yeah, That's he's wild. got a That's very, wild. very impressive collection. That's pretty there. cool. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> All right, just just humor me one time because you and I have had a conversation about this, and everybody that has anything to do with hearses wants to have sex in the back of it. No, <laughs> the, the the big one is everybody wants a Ghostbuster one. Come on, everybody wants a Ghostbusters car, but I was I what like what is it? It's a fifty. It's a fifty nine Miller Meteor, and it has to be. It's either a Miller Meteor or a Superior, and it has to be an ambulance because it's a glass house. It's mm-hmm. not a covered back. It's not mm-hmm. the uh, Superior Crown Landolette, which for hearse collectors is like the holy grail. Superior Crown Landolette three-way is the holy grail of hearses. Um, I'm and not they, an expert on hearses, but that sounds pretty intense. This sounds pretty it, impressive. Oh, it, it it is a regal vehicle, but yes, he just said Kawasaki triple to me. So yeah, I'm like, okay, exactly. Yeah, it, I'm it's down. that I'm level. Down. But like finding one, even a roller is going to set you back twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. Wow. Uh, I was looking at some information about I thought Land Cruisers were expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was not superior for. Uh, the 58 years. So we're talking limousines, hearses, combination cars, and flower cars combined. 2,800 altogether. That's it. So the 59s are borderline unobtainable mm-hmm. as is. Mm, and I have some bikes like that. Like, I kind of support the movie car thing, but at the same time, like, it's kind of become like a bit of a cardinal sin to some people in the hearse right. community. Right. I am very ambivalent, but I'm more on the angle of Please don't do that. Yes. Right. We already have some examples like that. We don't need another yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The unobtainium. Yeah. yeah. Quit trying to live out your childhood fantasies. You, you can buy a die cast. You right. can get the Lego kit. Yeah. You right. Yeah. Buy a 118 scale. There's right. all kinds right. of different options right. out there. Yeah. Don't ruin a perfectly good uh, historic vehicle by yeah. trying to live out your 80s uh, fantasies. The, yeah. the most impressive one that I would actually like to see in person, because I've gotten the privilege of seeing some really nice uh, historic examples, uh, including a... 34 Studebaker up in Marietta, Ohio at a mm-hmm. mortuary museum. But the one I would really like to see is up in Michigan. It's a fully restored 41 LaSalle, and it was the hearse that was used to uh, take Aretha Franklin to her grave. Oh, it's got wow. car panels on the side. Wow. It's just an absolutely... Wow. Just, uh, there That's is cool. no word to explain. Yeah. It's a That's je ne sais quoi cool. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. 
unbelievable. Wow, that is cool. All right, well, run us down. Run us down the details of the show again. We got the dates. We got <clears throat> September eighteenth. Yes, we're September eighteenth at Barrett Bar in Louisville, Kentucky. That's ten twelve Barrett Avenue. Uh, we're running the show on September eighteenth. That'll be a Saturday. Uh, it's free admission, no registration. Uh, we'll have a section roped off for bikes. We'll have a section roped off for cars. Uh, plenty of beer, plenty of food. We're working right now. I uh, don't want to speak too soon, but it's pretty much finalized at this point. Working on getting a tent for Ryan Geist out here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so we'll have some uh, some six barrels yeah, some stuff some on tap nice. out yeah, here. Looking yeah. to get uh, some cornhole boards, so uh, giant Jenga. Like four to midnight, is that right? Four to midnight is okay. how we're running it. Okay, cool. so cool. you can find it on the Automobilia, Automobilia Obscura page. Yeah, yeah, which um, is uh, on Facebook. We'll have, uh, and it's it's public, so anybody can join. We should have some uh, some new sticker designs out for it. I'll have some of the older ones out here, too. You'll have some merch? Uh, I don't know if we'll really have merch this time, uh, but we will have the stickers. It's early on. Yeah. So bring out your weird... Yeah, bring out all your weird stuff. JDM, rare option, four-stroke, two-stroke, municipal, cars, trucks, vans, <laughs> what, open to about I, anything. If there are any gamblers running, listen to this, Gambler 500, Gambler bring them 500, up. Yeah, bring those up. We'd love to see those. Yeah, let's, let's get them big wheels uh, out here. I was privileged <laughs> to see that a, a while back. We did we did one Gambler run. I want to do another one. We lost our, our vehicle for it, but the Gambler 500 is a, is a pretty awesome set up the cars are just ridiculous like you've never seen you know like the weirdest uh, you know anything you can get creative with you know, like right, a, right. like an ltd with uh, uh it becomes a ford over the truck with a truck bed yeah when you take the trunk lid off yeah the and, topper and rhino liner the trunk so you put your couple spares in there cut the fender wheels out it's off-road time you are so, for sure for sure um but yeah no come hang out with us in louisville and uh, and see the obscure. There better be a deuce and a half. I really want just deuce and a half. I would really love to see a deuce and a half. Oh, yeah. There's a deuce and a half. Oh, yeah. There's this elusive deuce that. The elusive deuce. The elusive deuce. <laughs> Maybe a Stuart Stevenson. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> people people stops buying purple things. That, that's the beauty of it, and that's what I love just about the the automotive culture that frequents Barrett Bar, and that's what makes this show so great. You really don't know what you're going to see show up here. You really I've seen don't. slam limousines. I've seen Mercur. Uh, Util- oh, yeah. Utility trucks. Yeah, we've got a guy with a bucket truck that he brings <laughs> oh, up yeah, here yeah, that he drives Katie. every day. Yeah, Fat Katie. Yeah, Fat Katie's up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, drift, the drift, truck. The truck. Drift, yeah, drift, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the yeah. name of a truck. Drifting corners in a I utility truck is so fucking badass. Yeah. We really have some amazing yes. stuff that comes yes. up here. Yeah. I mean, one of our regular pool guys drives like a Gen 1 Jetta. Yeah. I think. Square yeah. body Jetta? Yeah, it's yeah. up here all the time. It's like champagne colored. Yeah, it's cool. I, I got pictures of it. Oh, yeah. Why have I not seen this? I don't know. I don't oh, know. man, now I'm mad. I gotta come back up here. glasses, I guess. So, yeah, September 18th, uh, 4 to midnight, um, over 21. Over 21. I, I need yeah, to I mean, this I- is, imply that. We are a bar and grill here, but... Is strictly over twenty one. So, what do you no think? No outside people? alcohol. Yeah. yeah, no outside alcohol. Tip your service well. I think that's a, the edge of our hour. I think ish. I think we're there, man. I think we're so, there. So, again, this is Louisville Vintage Motorworks. We're we're working on this podcast thing. Um, it's been fun. But remember, if you want to ride, buy a new. new. If you want vintage, buy, buy two. two. <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us for the Louisville Vintage Motorworks podcast. Special thanks to Steepland String Band and all those that have made our show possible. Watch for deer, and we'll see you next time.